0: Before we even kick off the podcast, I just want to remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. Hi, I'm Coach Tony Schiffman and welcome to the Hog Football Podcast, where we talk all things football and all things offensive line. Hey guys today I've got with me coach Mike Dufresne coach Dufresne is going into his 13th year of coaching and is entering his first season as a head football coach at Finlandia University in Hancock Michigan Uh, prior to this uh, uh, job he was the defense coordinator at Marietta College uh, College of St. Scholastica and Lyon College he's also had coaching stops at Carthage College Loris College and Minnesota Morris. Coach Dufresne is a graduate of the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater, where he was a defensive lineman for the 2007 National Championship team and the 2008 National Runner-Up team. Coach Dufresne, welcome. How are you?
1: I'm great, man. Thank you very much, Coach, for having me on the show. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know, it's it's always great to, you know, we've had a couple conversations via Twitter, but it's always good to, to talk, uh, you know, over Zoom and, and over, over the podcast format. So I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, first question I've got for you, and, and, and this can kind of go from your time as a, as, a, as a coach and as a player. Um, talk to me about how the offensive line played a role in some of the really good teams you've been a part of.
1: You know, to me, when we had a great offensive line, um, and, and I've been around some pretty good ones, obviously, at Whitewater, it was always a battle in practice, being a yeah. defensive lineman, having to deal with those guys. And, you know, their offensive line coach now, Brent Allen, was the center back then. So I'm pretty familiar. They were just such a difference maker for us. And in my time at Marietta, we had an All-American left tackle. Um, Allen Estep was the offensive line offensive coordinator there. And, you know, they were so good for us. We had All-American running backs every single year that I coached there. And it was a direct reflection of that offensive line. So they play such a crucial role. And as I'm building our program here and our staff is building this program here, that's what we're looking for first and foremost is how do we make that offensive line special and how do we make them the leaders
0: of our program? Sure. And that's, I mean, that's, you know, as, as, as I'm obviously a little bit biased, but that's, I mean, you, you know, you can struggle. Uh, or you can, you know, you can have success with, a, you know, with a, a subpar quarterback, maybe a little bit and a subpar defense, but if you don't have a good offensive line, you were, you know, very, very rarely are you going to have a good, um, a good successful team. So that, yeah, I mean, again, I'm biased, but it, it, you know, we are a very important part of the, of the, of the puzzle, right? No,
1: I'm, I'm one of the weird defensive guys, right? I'm a little bit biased towards the offensive lineman. I love those guys. Like you said, when, when those guys are rolling, you can control the clock, you can control the team. And it's so important to that success of your team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, so you're, you know, I kind of alluded to it in your, your introduction, you're actually entering your first season as, as the head football coach of Finlandia. Um, you know, just talk to me a little bit. I'm curious kind of, you know, how, how that process has been, you know, you got the job in in March, I believe. and, And now it's, uh, you know, as we record this, it's the middle of June. Um, you know, kind of talk to me about those first three four months. You know how how things have been going and 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 some of the struggles maybe you might have had. Kind of just just taking over uh, that that program from from being an assistant.
1: Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a learning curve, obviously when you when you get that opportunity. And I'm so grateful for the administration and our athletic director to, to give me this shot. And really, since I've been there for three months, it has been all hands on deck, right. full, full momentum forward. Let's get recruits here and. I have a fantastic staff and we've had some changes and we've made some moves and got new guys in, but I'm telling you, the the, the guys that we have have worked so hard, and we're pushing over 40 uh, commits for this class. which That's awesome. We, me getting there in March, I, I, I was hoping for about 30, right? And now we're sitting in a position where, hey, this is pretty cool. And I, like I said, I, I, I'm so lucky to have the support system we have. And the administration wants to see us do well and get this program rolling. And we are a fairly young program. This is only... It should be the seventh season of football that this program has had, but obviously with COVID last year, right. they were canceled. So this is our sixth season we've ever put a team on the field. So it's it, we're still a baby compared to other programs. And so to me, it was just really the guys we had on campus. Let's get our culture established and let's recruit. And that's what it's been all along is just recruiting like crazy. And we've had a great response and hopefully we can just keep that rolling.
0: Right. You know, one of the, you know, one of the things I'm curious about and is, you know, obviously you come in there and, and you want to create your culture. You want to get your, you know, you want to do things your way. Um, have you had any pushback to that? You know, I've, you know, the old adage of the, of the guys that say, you know, that's not how we do things. We do things this way is you know, one of the, the worst lines in, in sports, but uh, you know, how, how, how has that been? How have the players been? You know, you kind of talked a bit about the coaches are really buying in. But ha- have you had those guys that are a part of the program buy in? Yes.
1: Honestly, the, these kids have been like a sponge. Like the guys that we have that were in the program when I got there, mm-hmm. they were nothing but fired up about what we wanted to do and the things that we're trying to implement and the enthusiasm that we're trying to teach them to attack each and every single day with. And I think, I think it's honestly, I've been pretty lucky in that right. A bunch of kids that want to learn and want to work hard and want to push and want to win football games.
0: That's awesome. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, if you can get that and keep that going, that's, that's, you know, as you know, you've been around coaching long enough, that's where those special teams kind of get started. And, 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 you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, you'll have your struggles and and players will have their struggles as, as every, every new head coach unfortunately does. But uh, you know, if you guys can work through those together as a team, as you know, that, that's, that's when the, that's when the, the really big teams come together, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like
1: I said, I'm, I'm pretty lucky with with the guys we have and the staff that we have. we I'm I'm pretty darn fortunate. I'm super excited about
0: that. That's awesome. I mean, I, well, you know, we don't play each other, but we're in the same, you know, we're D- division three. So I'm excited to kind of watch you guys. That's, that's unfortunately, I, I know, unfortunately, or fortunately one of my downfalls is that I, if I, if I talk to you, I, I'm going to keep track of you. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, I'm going to check D three football and check the scores and see how you guys are doing. So same, uh, same,
1: same. I've always kept track of Lake forest. I've, I've known coach Kat since I was a really young coach. So yeah, I've always kept my eyes on him.
0: Yeah. It's good. It's a good spot. So it's uh, that's awesome. Um, you know, you, you've obviously spent a lot of time on defense. Um, you know, I don't know if you've ever coached the offense on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but you were a defensive lineman, been a defensive coordinator, done all that. Talk to me a little bit. And this is always something that I'm curious of as, as me being the opposite of that, where I've always been an offensive guy, um, as you're preparing for the week as, or for further your opponent on Saturdays, what are you looking for? You know, what are you scouting from the, 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 Uh, opposition's offensive line that you can help in game planning that you can help with the, you know, defensive line, et cetera, et cetera. What are you kind of, what are your eyeballs on for the, for the most part?
1: I'm really looking towards the tendencies of what they do. Do they give anything away to us pre-snap? Obviously want to be able to tip our defensive linemen off to that. that. That's really the things that we try to get them to grab on, but then really from a pass rush standpoint, working with our outside backers and our defensive linemen, how does he lean? What does he tip off? Is he aggressive? Does he does he try to attack a little bit too hard? Because we're looking to redirect what the offensive lineman gives us. Sure. So if he's a passive guy, he's setting back, he's sitting on his heels, we're going to be way more aggressive. We're going to reach for that push-pull, that long arm. Let's get him on his heels and let's keep him on his heels. Versus if we have a guy who's super aggressive and coming at us, well, we're going to redirect that aggression. We're going to take all of our, our hand combat type of things. And I've, I've worked with blaze winter quite a bit on those type of things. And I'm kind of a, a disciple of what he teaches from a defensive line pass row standpoint, but it's that redirecting. If he's going to be aggressive, let's redirect that aggression versus if he's going to be passive, let's bring the party to him. Let's be more aggressive at it.
0: Right. And then, and then, you know, obviously as you, as you guys kind of do that, that, that translates to what you're doing in the week, obviously. Oh, yeah.
1: And and it's really, I mean, you got to look at what they're doing, right? If they're a run team, we're going to be a heck of a lot more block reads feeling what we're doing. How do we fill our gaps? How do we, how do we eat up our space? How are they climbing to the next level? Are they hanging on a little bit too long when they're punching and trying to climb in a zone scheme? Um, it's really looking at, like I said, the pass rush standpoint, setting up our drills around that. Are, are their interior guys, super aggressive. Are there tackles guys that are passive or vice versa? And then you're working those guys who's on those guys in those pass rush situations and how do we develop our drills to, to act, absolutely set us up for success from that
0: standpoint. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, it's, it's funny that, you know, you guys are, you guys are doing that from that side of things. When, as you know, as the offensive line, we're, we're looking at almost the exact same things from the defensive line. You know, we're, we're looking to see, you know, what, what, what tendencies you guys have are, again, are they, are they over-aggressive? How do they play in their stance? What are they, what, where their eyes go at the, at the snap of the ball. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of funny that, that it's almost, you know, it can be, almost the exact same thing just flipped which side of the ball.
1: Yeah. And it's that chess match too, right? Like what kind of pressures are we bringing? How are you going to set your protection based off of that? Are you going to slide it? Are you going to half slide it? Are you going to man it up? Like that's, that's the cool chess match part of it. When you get the offensive line involved, I think that a lot of times goes kind of unnoticed. Right. People when, when you're just generally watching the game, but I mean, from a, just a standpoint of techniques from an individual rusher to how we're going to set up our pressures, to our stunts, to our movements, that, that all, all that stuff comes into play. And it's all stuff that, that me personally being a defensive lineman originally, I, I love that stuff.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's, again, that's the, that's the, the, the fun part about football, you know, that's, that's, that's where, you know, anybody can line up and just kind of throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks whereas it's it's a lot it's a lot more fun in my opinion and it sounds like your opinion as well to to really look at things kind of a lot closer than that and find oh. out well this is going to stick but here's the reasons why it's going to stick and, well, instead it, of it, just it, it,
1: it's that detail. Like, yeah. obviously that detail is what draws you back when, when I'm, I'm a football nerd. It's that detail. It's that digging into it and seeing what we, how can we manipulate a situation or how can we take advantage of something that's there? That's, I, that's what keeps me coming back and loving the scheme and going through and breaking down film. And that's, that's, that's the best part of it all.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, one other, one other question I've got for you, and this is, this is kind of your, you're different because this is not a lot of people have this on their, uh, on their resume, so to speak. But uh, I'm curious, kind of give me, give me a sort of not, you don't have to go into great detail, but uh, you know, I want to hear a little bit about that 2007 season. Um, You know, when you were a player, did, did, did you guys know going into that year that it was sort of yours, not necessarily yours for the taking, but like, Hey, we've got a real shot at this and, and you know, what, what, what sort of, what was sort of the um, um, the turning point in that year that, that kind of pushed you guys over the edge?
1: You know, um, I was a transfer. I was actually in, at Augustana in South Dakota. So that was my first year coming in. Okay. That was, that was Coach Leipold's first year there as well. So it, it, there was there was that change and that uneasiness and there was a new quarterback and Jim Zabrowski was the new offensive coordinator so it, it was there it was change and, and we knew we were going to be a good football team and we knew that we had opportunities and the senior leadership I, I can't speak highly of of it enough and the guys that I came in and got to know and played with and were were around it, it was awesome and they and they had a vision they had a dream they obviously had a vendetta <laughs> to, to to go back they had been there twice and lost to Mount Union prior. So that was huge for them. And then just for me to be able to come in and be a part of that culture and and how they were dedicated to each other and how they embraced the challenges of the games. I mean, I, I learned so much from not only the coaches on that staff, obviously they're a pretty phenomenal coaching staff, right. But learning from the guys that played too, and in the culture of, of that program as a whole, is something that we all, I think, kind of strive for right now as coaches is getting our program to have that type of culture. But I mean, the turning point of the season, there was a game we were at lacrosse and I think it was about 11 minutes to go. We were down 18 and we ended up winning that game. Um oh, wow. and that was, It was, they were ranked at the time, we were ranked at the time. And it was really, that was a huge turning point that we were able to mount that comeback. And we kind of went on a roll. We had lost the game before that. um, And we were just still kind of trying to find our legs as a team that year. But we, after that, the team really seemed to even come together more so than they already were. And like I said, I can't speak highly enough of the guys that were there and the seniors that embraced me as a, as a transfer and kind of brought me in and and welcomed me to their family. And it, it was phenomenal, but having that comeback against lacrosse was huge for us. That was a, that was a huge turning point.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of funny, you know, you, you know, again, you've been around coaching long enough. There's always sort of that one moment um, where everything clicks and then, you know, you kind of get that, that as a coach, I think we see it much more than the players see it. And we realize it a little bit sooner than they do. And we can kind of, you know, I, I know for, for my own experience, kind of being able to look at some other coaches on, on the sideline and be like, Oh, sh- Oh crap. You know, they, they got it. You know, <laughs> they, they, it's, it's there, they're seeing it. They're just not understanding what it is, but um, it, it seems like every, every really great team has that moment. And, and, um, and then it's, you know, then, and then you get to have those memories and have those conversations about it and, and get asked about it on, on random podcasts later on in, in your career. So.
1: Yeah. It's funny. Cause I can think of moments from coaching where it's like, yeah, I knew in the moment it was happening Yeah, and you're exactly right. But as a player, it was, we were just like, Oh, Hey, good, good game. We won. We came back. That's awesome. We were fired up. But until about now years down the road, now you really think about it. And you're like, man, that was a cool moment. That was what kind of turned us into what we ended up becoming.
0: Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, 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 I know a few of the guys that are at whitewater now, um, and obviously I know, I know Brent through just Twitter and through the offensive line and and everything, but, um, you know, the guys that played in that program that have been through that program have such pride, um, and, and, you know, just such an immense, you know, love for, for everything involved with, with, with Whitewater. So that's awesome.
1: Absolutely. Like I said, I can't speak highly enough of my teammates. And like I said, being a new guy coming in, that was, oh man, it was how welcoming and Brent was one of them. He's phenomenal guy, phenomenal football coach. And I'm always, obviously being an alum, I always have my eyes on those guys, but more so because I care about them and they were great teammates and great people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, kind of going with that and and you don't have to include Brent. I I hope you don't, but uh, if you could build a Mount Rushmore, um, of offensive linemen from guys you played with, guys you coached, um, or guys you're just a fan of, who would be on that five man offensive line?
1: Oh man, that's a you're you're really hitting me now. Now I might forget what kind include guys who I've I've been on teams with coach too. They're, yeah, they're
0: absolutely. Good.
1: So I mean, I think our left tackle, there's a kid out there, and I have a kid now, he's the offensive line coach at Marietta, but Caleb Ringelman. Um, one of the smartest kids I, I've been around ever in my coaching career he was a petroleum engineering major at marietta and chose to stick around and become a coach and uh-huh. was a i believe he was a two-time all-american phenomenal football player uh, just all around just good kid to be around great leader was a captain for him out there and was a good player um I mean, I'm, I'm gonna include brent at center I and mean, the kid was a the guy dude was a <laughs> remington award winner um, i know I think, I think I'd be in trouble if I didn't. He, he might listen to this and get mad at me or get it directed. I, I can't not put Brent on there, a great football player. Um, the guards, I mean, I can't help but bring up, I mean, Brady Ramsey Dan Anstead. I mean, Mike Sherman was a tackle for us at, at Whitewater. Those guys were all – all region, all conference, all American type players. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've been pretty lucky around the offensive lineman. I've been able to be around and pretty fortunate. I mean, there's, there's countless guys everywhere I've coached that I think have been phenomenal offensive linemen for us too. And it's just, it's hard to pick them out Rushmore, but I mean, those whitewater guys are hard. And I mean, Caleb Riggleman at Marietta, he was a heck of a player for us. And just all those guys we've had throughout the years that, were just those grinders that you don't hear about either. And a lot of guys that went out and they were three or four year starters at programs I've been at, and they were all conference type players as they got older and they were just the guys that were tough. And that's what, those are the guys that stick out to me more than anything. I mean, I can list off the names of the guys that I played with and those were phenomenal offensive lines, but also being able to list off the guys that were just tough and like the unsung kind of hero guys, Anthony, Jalowick was a kid for us at Marietta that he coached with us for a year. And now he's working down in Houston. He's another guy just was a grinder, was a leader, worked hard in the weight room, hard player. Like I said, I'm, I'm the weirdest defensive guy. Probably. I I love offensive line. I love talking (laughs) about them, talking to them. I, it's just, they're good guys. They're good people.
0: Right. That's good though. I mean, it's, it's, we, we, we we are, we are sometimes undervalued or underappreciated, but never undervalued. So yeah. So uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, Well, Coach, before we get you out here, do me a favor. uh, Drop your Twitter handle and any other information you want the listeners to know. Yeah,
1: uh, Twitter is really first at FU Lions FB that's our our football Twitter for the football program hit us up follow us at coach Dufresne is mine pretty simple um pretty easy going pretty pretty basic Twitter guy but I'll try to get our information out about our program there and and really just I appreciate again Tony letting you let me be on the show I mean this is awesome it's great exposure for our young football program that we're trying to build up here and Really, just excited to see what you guys do this year, and excited to get back on the field and have some sense of normalcy again to the world. So yeah, right.
0: Well, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, thank you for coming on, and and you know, I'm excited for you going into year one, and and looking forward to 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 watching your guys' success, and uh, you know, seeing what you guys can accomplish. Because I, 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 you know, in 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 talking to you a little bit just now, you know, you, you're fired up, and and hopefully you guys can 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 write the ship and get things going, um, get things going real quick and, and get some W's on the board. So excited for you and best of luck this season. And, and again, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you later. Yep. bye bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you like, and subscribe, and you can find previous episodes on anchor, Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast platform.